Welcome to the Living in Portland, Oregon podcast with your hosts, Jesse Ray Dow and Jackson Ray Wilkie with the Real Agent Now Group. Real Agent Now Group. From morning coffee to those nighttime brewskis, they are here to tell you what it's like to eat, sleep, drink, play, work, and live in the Rose City. What is going on, everybody? This is Jackson Ray Wilkie with the Real Agent Now. Coming to you with another episode of the Living in Portland, Oregon podcast. Uh, this is another fun one. We've done a few of these. We literally get sometimes three, five, up to eight calls, you know, reach outs a day. Uh, and we absolutely love it. But a lot of the same reoccurring questions keep happening. And so we know by answering these in these videos and podcasts that it helps the masses. So this is just another one. We go through about seven, eight, nine different um, top FAQs and we answer those. So it'll be another great podcast for you to listen to if you are moving to the Portland Metro or Southwest Washington. And if you haven't yet, make sure you go to YouTube, check out Living in Portland, Oregon. That's our YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe to that as well so you can see these videos. Uh, but other than that, let's get right into it. We are getting a ton of calls. We absolutely love it. We're helping people, even if they're not even able to be here, we're helping them. And uh, it feels amazing to us, but we get these questions every single day. So when we're setting up our Zoom calls and you're meeting with us, the lender, um, you know, a lot of these questions come. So we've written them down. And one of the questions we always get, Jesse, is how much money do I need down to buy a house? Uh, that's an amazing question. It's my favorite <laughs> one. It's the one I hear every single time. Uh, really, it's always going to be uh, dependent on your situation. I know that people like really uh, might get frustrated of us saying that. But the thing is, is everything is dependent because like if you're buying a secondary home, if you're buying an investment property, if you're buying a primary residency, if you're VA, like all of those require a certain percentage down. But I would say if you're buying a primary home and you have good credit, say 616 above, you're looking at, you know, you could put as little as uh, 3% down if it's your first time, more than likely, and 90% of our clients are actually putting 5 to 10% down. So that's 90%. That's a huge amount of people. And then if you're buying a secondary residence or an investment property and you're going to use it as a vacation home for a certain amount of months of the year or weeks, you know, you can put as little as 10% down. This is a great benefiting uh, strategy that we work with on investment clients. And this is the reason why so many clients actually call us and love working with our lenders because we understand how these scenarios play out and work. We seem to really understand what your goals are and then we can put forth that plan that's going to be able to uh, satisfy your needs the best way possible. Yep. And I got 3%, I got 5%, I got 10%. I got what I'm going to put down. But now I need to figure out, is Vancouver the place I need to be or Portland? This is a question we always get. Yeah, so really, uh, if you're going to uh, you know, move here and you like different things, like you like more entertainment and more uh, functioning lifestyles, I would say Portland's going to be the place to be. The benefit of moving to Vancouver versus Portland is you're going to get more affordability and you're also going to get a benefit with taxes. But... People always ask, hey, I'm going to work in or uh, live in Oregon and work in Washington. Do I still have to pay state income tax? And the answer is yes, you do. Unfortunately, it they base your taxes based on your residency. Mm -hmm. So therefore, it's not a great idea, I would say, to live in Oregon and work in Washington. Yeah, and if you lived in Washington because it is a little bit more affordable, but you worked in Portland, is the traffic going to be bad or not? It, it looks so close. Yeah, it's going to be really bad. It's actually, it's going to be horrible, actually. If you're living in Vancouver and driving into like downtown Portland, it's going to be really, really bad. But if you lived in Vancouver up on the 205 bridge side, 
and you and you were driving to like um, anywhere along the 205, like by the airport and whatnot, traffic's gonna be really good. So let's just say, for instance, you wanted to live in Camas or in um, Fisher's Landing in Vancouver, and you worked at the airport. That would actually be a very very simple drive every day. But yeah. if you lived in say Ridgefield or Salmon Creek and you were driving to downtown Portland every day, horrible idea. <laughs> Yes, and we did a video on that. We got stuck in traffic. Uh, unless you're able to not go during peak hours, if you can go at 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, it's a breeze. So do factor that in. If, if you're going during rush hour, it is tough. Okay, so number three, we get a lot of people who are going to be moving here and renting. Can we help with rentals? Uh, no, we cannot help with rentals. And the and the reason why is because the rent the uh, landlords are not uh, part of the MLS here. So therefore they have no fiduciary responsibilities to us and we can't actually access that property. So what we recommend and what we uh, really suggest to all of the clients that contact us is go to hotpads.com. And this is a great tool because you can search out neighborhoods best on di based on different criterias, you know, price points, uh, schools, uh, affordability and all that good stuff and really dial in your search. If you're looking for short-term rentals, we do have some specific uh, partners that we aligned with. So if you're looking for a place to rent, like an apartment for three months, I would say definitely reach out to us and we can give you those contacts. And then if you're looking to short-term rent and then buy, but if you're just looking to rent and that's it, yeah, definitely just hit up hot pads. We do refer a lot of people to Craigslist as well, because you know, these independent owners, like a landlord that owns a rental, say Northeast or Southeast Portland, he might be old school. So the only place he's advertising is Craigslist. You just have to be very careful that you're not getting scammed. If anyone asks you for a deposit and you've never seen the house or you're starting to feel like it's year too good of a deal, it's definitely going to be a scam. Another question that we get, uh, I am renting. I'm not going to be buying. Do you provide any kind of tour for us to figure out the area? If you are going to rent and you want a tour, we definitely have a tour. You know, there is a fee associated with that. So just, you know, if you're going to come down here and you want us to give you a, uh, you know, two to four hour tour, it's going to, uh, depending on where it's at, you know, it's going to be based around four or four to $500 depending, but you know, it's definitely money well, well worth spent because we are so, um, tied into the community. And also we understand what every single neighborhood has to offer you know, it could really save you a lot of money because you know what the one thing I always hear everyone saying is like, I started renting and I freaking hate where I live. I wish I would have just hit you up, you know? So everybody always moves somewhere their first, uh, after the first few months of moving here, if they're just renting and they haven't come out and visited. So definitely uh, hit us up on that tour. We'll take great care of you. And mm -hmm. you know, hey, maybe we'll share a brewski. <laughs> we'll definitely be sharing a brewski. Okay, I wanna buy a house, but I can't be there. I'm in a different state. You know, are you, do you have the ability to do that? What goes into that process? Yeah, so we actually work with so many clients that they come over here for a tour and then they head back home and they tell us exactly what neighborhood they're looking to buy in, uh, you know, configuration, style of home, and different factors that go into that. We keep an eye out for the houses. They send us houses. And, you know, actually I just came from one right now and the client wanted to put in an offer and she wanted me to go make sure everything was good. I went to the house, I took five videos because if I text message the videos, they gotta be under a certain length. So I did five videos. I inspected the house myself. I went top to bottom. I took videos. I checked the exterior, the interior, got all the details on the house, went over all those, like looked at the configuration, made sure I dotted my I's, crossed my T's, got all the updates. Since the client isn't gonna be there, we get the inspection set up. And then when we get the inspection report back, we go over that, you know? So there's just a lot of things that we really take care of. 
and you can see from our uh, reviews on Zillow that we absolutely uh, take care of these processes for so many clients and they're just like so blown away that it actually works. Yeah, we, we, we're getting really good at this. We've helped a lot of clients from out of state. So if you're not gonna be here, literally start to finish, we will take care of everything and we can even close on your home same day by selling your house there and closing here. So there's a lot of questions, a lot of things that go into that, but we have that system dialed. Adding on to that is, uh, you mentioned uh, like not being here for closing and doing same days. We can actually send a mobile notary to your home in another state, maybe even your place of business. It doesn't matter where you want them to meet the uh, title officer, and they're actually going to sign all your lending docs and your closing disclosures at your house. Okay, so next question we always get, hey, I'm going to put an offer on this house. I'm not there. Um, what if the inspection comes back and there's some major issues? Like, I didn't get to see it. Am I stuck with that house? No. So, you know, I, I'm telling you right now that there's always going to be, uh, you know, issues with every house. But the thing is that we do is we get to negotiate the repairs. And if, say, the repairs, uh, the sellers don't want to fix the things, then no, you're not stuck in the house. We could actually terminate the contract and get your earnest money back. But we always want to try to work on a resolution. And usually uh, we place our offers based on the way that we see the house. So, you know, if there's cosmetic damage, I'm going to let you know that. And um, you know, if the house doesn't sell and it's been on the market for a while, we're always going to negotiate that price based on the condition that we see it in. The things that we're going to ask them to fix are the things that we can't see that the inspector is going to find during that inspection process. Yeah, I've been looking in this certain area. I think we want a house there, but there just doesn't seem like there's a lot of inventory. Like what's the housing market there and when's the best time to buy? Yeah, that's a great question that I get all the time. You know, right now we're actually in January 2020 and we are at the lowest inventory rate that we've seen actually in the last like 18 months. Uh, we had a really, really, you know, uh, busy winter. The inventory is going to start building up in February. And then our busy season is typically like March through May, June time. And then it slows down at the end of summer because people usually want to have their house purchasing and moving done before the summer starts so they can enjoy their vacation time. So really, um, you're going to see the most inventory the March through May time period. And then if you want to move here at the end of the summer and get a little bit of a deal because you know, people's houses didn't sell through the summer. That's another great time to buy as well. But as for right now, I mean, we have 1.8 months, he said. So things are going quick. We got to jump on the ball. We're going to put you in the best position because I have a great relationship with every listing agent in the city. And I call them. I found out what's going to make the perfect offer. And here's the deal. This is what I think makes working with us so beneficial is since we do this so much, they're not worried about working with a client that hasn't seen the house in person because that they know that if our clients understand what they're getting themselves into, they feel confident that we're gonna move through the process and get the deal done. Because a lot of people that are relocating, 99% of the time they actually like just decide they don't want the house when they're under contract if they're working with another agent because they haven't taken them through the process of getting them ready to buy. So I've, um, you know, wanna put this offer in. I already got uh, my approval through an online lender. Why do I need, or do I need a local lender? Oh yeah. So here's, here's the thing is if you're using an online bank, you know, we do get a lot of people that call me and they say, Hey, I'm using Quicken. I'm using, you know, uh, instantrate.com, all, you know, all these different things. The one thing I know as being a listing agent and a buyer's agent, I'm, I'm a hybrid. Let's just be real here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm a unicorn when it comes to real estate. Yeah. Um, I advise my clients all the time. If we see an online bank pre-approval is that that, offer automatically goes to the bottom of the stack because we don't trust that the offer is going to close right now. The online banks are typically about 45 days out on closing because you're just a number to them. 
And a lot of people think that they are getting this great rate. Well, let me be real with you. A lot of those great rates are act, they actually have hidden baked in costs. So, you know, you might think that you're only putting 5% down and then after they do your full approval, you show up and now you have 5% down, but now you have an additional 15 to $30,000 you need to bring to closing because you're buying your rates down. I will tell you right now, if we put all those side by side, any local lender that we work with are going to be able to match or, and or beat that rate. And you're going to have so much of a greater experience because you can actually reach out to him, have a face-to-face -face like we are now. They're going to come up and meet you for coffee when you get here. And they're also going to call that listing agent and let them know that you are fully approved and they've gone through your entire financial situation and that you are a guaranteed great borrower that's going to close mm -hmm. on time. The buyer is more protected than the seller and the seller has everything at risk. Say you get to the day before closing and your underwriting doesn't go through, guess what? You can get all your earnest money back and the seller is going back on the market. And it is important. You're coming from a different state. So for us to have the strongest offer in a market where it's a, a, a you know 1.8 months of inventory, we got to have the strongest offer uh, possible. So last but not least, I'm moving there, going to need some renovations done or need the yard clean, the roof done. Do you have these resources available? Because I don't know anybody. This is one thing that I think uh, I've gone above and beyond and like really built a reputable uh, you know referral partner list with, whether it's the inspector, my landscaper, electrician, contractor. We have a very solid list of referral partners that we work with. So that way when you post close, you know, and you needed somebody to help you out, because we know you're moving here. You know absolutely nobody more than likely. And we give you the list. I get you set up with all these people. And, you know, I can at least build you a little bit of a community to make you not have to go around and search and test and do all this trial for, you know, different people so you get burned or feel like you're getting ripped off. And I will say that the one thing that, everyone always says is how cheap like doggy daycare is here. They're always like, Oh my gosh, it's one third cheaper than like Boston or San Francisco. And <laughs> same with our landscapers are, I guess, really inexpensive here as well. Uh, but these are literally the top questions we get. Uh, and the reason we know these questions is because we're doing this a lot. We've really perfected this whole entire system um, of, of getting people here, you know, from this YouTube channel uh, in order to, you know, reach out to us with any more questions you have, or if any of these questions, helped you out, you got to reach out to us. You got to give us a call, shoot us a text, send us an email, or even send the pigeon carrier. However you want to get a hold of us, we got your back with moving to the Portland Metro. That's all we got for today. To learn more about Portland, make sure you hit that subscribe button and please leave us a review. And make sure you check them out and subscribe to their YouTube channel, Living in Portland, Oregon, and follow them on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. If you are even thinking about moving or relocating to the Portland Metro or Southwest Washington, make sure to give them a call, shoot them a text, or send them an email because they got your back when moving to the Portland Metro.